Financial literacy is really valuable information. Rarely do parents share this information with their kids. Today on the Black Mom Diaries, LaTanya and I will be talking about financial literacy, where to start and where to go. Let's create a different future for our kids. Let's teach them about financial literacy. Up next on the Black Mom Diaries. Hey, everybody. This is Patricia. And I am LaTanya. We're the Black Mom Diaries. Thank y'all so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you, guys, for lending us your listening ears. Woo! How are you, LaTanya? I'm sleepy. You sleepy? (laughs) That's like a kid. (laughs) I'm sleepy. It just comes out with that energy, right? Um, Yeah. Yeah walked a couple of miles and then I ate something and then now it's like bye-bye okay bye-bye it's funny how your body whenever you do a run or a walk and I feel like it doesn't really matter how how much of a, a run walk you do but your body is like you're so hungry afterwards mm-hmm. it wants some fuel right yeah I, give me all the things give me all yeah of yeah, but my my craves certain things. Like I want, um, I do. I make a shake. Uh huh. Oh, the one that I made for you when you were over, the oh, blueberry yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I like to put you know, and I put peanut butter in mine. So um, I know it sounds extremely gross, but it wasn't. I don't know if I put peanut butter in yours, but um, I do it with the banana peanut butter and um oatmeal coconut milk Mm -hmm. so I want that but I also want a little bit of more carbs Mm -hmm. which I want to break that up because it is like 10 o'clock at night you know yeah but I mean you just had a long walk so yeah well I did but you know I can tell that you know when you when you eat something and it makes you tired that means it's sucking all of your energy. Like you should eat food and feel energized, not yeah. drained. So I know the carbs, I need to remove that. But is it the food or is it the walk? It's the food because I wasn't sleepy until I just ate that little bowl of rice. Oh, okay. <laughs> Learn something new every day. <laughs> I don't know. Well, observe how your body reacts when you eat something. Yeah. Eat something, eat, eat fruit after or something that's life giving yeah. after you do something. And then the next day, do a carb. You will, I find it totally different. Okay. I will try that. I, so I started running and I think I told you already, I started, you've been a runner and I decided that I wanted to go back to that. Mm-hmm. running but I have been using these powders and um they have vitamin c powder and then they also have the super green powder mm-hmm. and so um I this one day I was really tired um I got up early and I was gonna go for a run and my head was kind of hurting and I drank some I just got probably like eight ounces of water and a tablespoon or no, not even a tablespoon, a teaspoon of the super green powder and some fresh lemon juice and lime juice. And oh. I think that made, I was just like, Zoop. <laughs> see what I'm saying? That's, That's, what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Just that energy right there. Yeah. You got the energy because it was like a life giving 
type of food. So yeah, for sure. It was, it was alive, you know? <laughs> so did, did you run yeah. today? Did you run today? No, I did not run today. I ran yesterday and I so, so it's so hot right now. Um, I have been dragging my feet to, to run because it's so hot. Um, and then the other day I was like, you know what? We have a gym membership. I'm going to go to the gym and run on the treadmill. And that was the best thing. I had to wear a mask the whole time, which was what? interesting, but it, you know, it was, it was fine. I got used to it after probably the first 10 minutes. Um, and yeah, it was great. And it wasn't like the sun wasn't beaming down and you know, I love the sun. I, and the sun vitamin D is great, but when it's like 111 outside and I got to run for 30 minutes, I get a little, um, my feet drag a little bit. So anyway, it was nice to be inside on the treadmill doing my thing. I ran Saturday yesterday. Awesome. So I started a consistency challenge for myself (laughs) and today is day 30. So every day, I know every day I have been consistently doing the same thing you know, Uh to create momentum to be more productive. That's awesome. So um, tomorrow, I am so excited. I have never done 31 days of anything. Oh, that's amazing. I know. It's cool. And then now I'm going to add something else. Okay. And you're going to just keep going. I'm going to keep going. Now it's a habit. Yeah, it's just, I cannot like... I wanted to go to sleep. So today, after I did a couple of things, um, kind of networked a little bit, mm-hmm. I, I went to my bed and light, light on, lay on the bed and I just fell asleep. And then I, my body was like, nope, you got to walk. So mm-hmm. at 6.30 is when I got up and I walked until 8, 15, 8.30, mm-hmm. because that's how long it takes me to do six miles. Yeah. So about uh, roughly about close to two hours, maybe a little bit longer. Yeah. So um, I can't miss, I'll either do it in the morning and I'm kind of different to where I will walk at 12 o'clock in the day with a Uh long sleeve shirt on. I know. And I know. (laughs) I know a couple of people and I have a sun hat. And a lot of people were, you know, they were like, man, you, you're out here in the hottest part of the day, but I don't know. I enjoy walking in the sun. I enjoy sweating and I'm not, it's not even that bad, mm-hmm. but I don't even sweat that bad. I actually sweat more at night than I do when I'm walking in the sun in the day. Okay. So it's a, um, you know, it has become a habit and tomorrow's going to be a, a little bit of a challenge because I'll be somewhere from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. So, oh, wow. yeah. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to get it done. Good luck to you. I know you will. I have all the confidence in the world uh, that you will. And congratulations on uh, meeting your goal of 30 days of consistency. That is encouraging and inspiring to me. And I want to hear more about that. Um, so oh, we can- okay offline about it yes yes I would like I think I need to do something like that for myself to really push yeah 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 and why I did it maybe we'll do a podcast later but I'll tell you why I did it all right cool so today we're talking about a little financial literacy Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about a soft 
financial literacy. Literally. Financial literacy. Yeah. Meaning, you know, just us, you know, getting into it at our age. And then Mm -hmm. I'm going to say programming it into our kids because that's what it really is all about Mm -hmm. is getting them to be programmed into thinking about their financial um, well-being. Well, we're doing it, but you know, we're doing it for us and we want to leave a legacy behind for them, but they have to be able to handle the legacy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And keep the legacy going. Yes. Absolutely. Because I might come back as their great grandchild and I want to be living lovely. Like I'm. (laughs) (laughs) You need balling. You need a, yeah, I need. Yeah. So, okay. First question that I have is when you were growing up, were you taught about it or what were you taught about financial literacy? Not a dang thing. Okay. You, what about you? Not a thing. Um, I remember, (laughs) and we, we got allowances for like a very short period of time. Um, I remember before I went off to college, uh, my grandmother, my dad's mom, uh, sat me down and showed me how to write a check. And I was like, okay. And it was so weird because I, it just seemed, it was hard. And I remember when I got to college, like still not fully understanding it. And I think I didn't realize the importance when she sat me down to talk to me about writing a check. But that was really the extent of it. It wasn't like, well, this is how you save your money. And and I do remember as a kid, being, my sister used to call me a miser or Scrooge because we used to get these coins, silver dollars, Susan B. Anthony coins. Mm-hmm. I remember her. Yeah. And $2 bills. And so I, we had these little treasure boxes and I would save all my money. I never wanted to spend any of my money. Um, but some of the adults in my life didn't, you know, they, um, my aunt loved to gamble, (laughs) just be, I'm just going to be totally transparent to gamble. And her husband was very well off Mm -hmm. Um, when he passed away. He left all his money to his mom. He didn't leave her anything. This is the aunt that raised us. And so, um, I remember going through this phase where it was like, we had everything we wanted and you know everything we needed everything we wanted and then it was like this big struggle after he died um and she had to fight to get a little bit she got a little bit um but I do remember she loved bingo she loved bingo she loved lottery scratch-offs and I remember she took my treasure box money and Mm. just dwindled and dwindled and there it was. So, yeah. Hey, you still remember that. That's just. Uh. <laughs> I do remember that. I um, we well, I will tell you the only thing I was taught about financial literacy was that you needed to work hard. I'm mm. going to say that mm-hmm. that you needed to work hard, and working hard was the way to have your financial, not freedom, but. Your financial stay put is what I like to call it. Okay. It's only going to give you enough to survive, not give you enough to thrive above that. Oh. So that I call it financial stay put. Mm -hmm. So 
my aunt had two jobs, hardworking woman. I can just mm-hmm. tell you, very hardworking woman. My mom was hardworking. My dad, they stayed on their jobs for 40, 40 years. But my aunt really was a hard, is, it, she still is, but of course she's 81 right now. And her health problems have gotten her to a point where she only does, you know, this and that. And her sons mm-hmm. take care of her, which I, which I, you know, that's just, that's awesome. But yeah. she does have a stay put mentality. It's not a, a beyond that, right? Yeah. So it's programmed in me and now I'm having a hard time getting rid of it. Hmm. So it's it's just different things that you learn in a financial literacy type of way that you don't have to work so hard to, to gain gain the freedom that you want. You just have to be able to master it and plan differently, you know, Mm -hmm. master the mind aspect of it and plan differently, try not to go too far out of the spectrum. And that's what you want. That's what I'm teaching our kids. Mm -hmm. But in order to master the money, you have to master your time, (laughs) you know, which you're talking about making money. Right. I'm talking about any type of just even the way you're thinking about it. Also, there's so many different aspects of it, because if you think about it, if I'm saving money, where's, you know, you have to have time in there somewhere Mm -hmm. to to do it. But also, I think, yeah, there's a lot of things. Like you said, there's so many different places we can go with this. Um, Yeah. I think that as far as saving money. It's great to save money. That is a really important characteristic to have. But also, are you saving it in a bank account or are you put are you investing it where it can grow? Because if you're saving it in a bank account, you might have like a couple of pennies that you have a couple pennies worth of interest at the end of the year. Ooh, yay, I got two cents for keeping my money here. Or you can invest it somewhere in like stock or you know. And mm-hmm. it can grow. So, um, you know, where where do you do that? Where yeah. do you put your money? Um, and what's the difference between... And so I think, so as far as saving goes, I think there's two things. You should definitely um, save for a rainy day or an emergency fund. We did the Dave Ramsey thing. And that's one of the things that we learned. Emergency fund, uh, saving $1,000. And then so you have that available. So when emergencies come up, it's not really an emergency because you have the money put aside for those things. But also I think that you, I think that it's important to teach my children to invest. So it's not just like a pool of money that is just sitting there and not really growing. Um, Yeah. Up there, <laughs> I, I still, I'm still gonna go with the baby step of it for me. And you know, we we're just, you know, that to me is something that I'm learning about that mm-hmm. I can't teach them right now. But what I can tell them, which they really understand, is how I brought time into the financial literacy of it. Because my daughter, for instance, she um, works for me, and mm-hmm. I'll give her money, and then she will take her money and spend it and then try to get the time into working for more money. Mm. 
Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you spent it so fast or you spent it and now you need more. So now you feel like you have to spend your time to make more money. Right. Whereas if you would have just, just if you would have just taken the time out, separated your money, created a budget for yourself. Yeah. You know, that's where, that's where I'm saying I'm at. I, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, i I have a like a Robin Hood account and also uh Yeah, um, those are great. And um I got the other one too, the other green one. I can't think of the name of it right now. Is it Acorns? Yes, thank you. Okay. I have both yeah. of those. Um that you know where your money's working for. I'm and I'm figuring it out. And I did I have, you know, in my plans to show her this when she turns about twelve, mm-hmm. but I also want her to get in her mind that I, I don't know why that thing on my time, that time things in my head, even my yeah. boys, the same thing. Well, the youngest one that's Aaron age, uh, he's not, he just started learning how to count money. Mm-hmm. So my rule is you can't count money. You can't make it because you don't know how much you're going to make. You don't know what you're getting. You know how much you're spending, what your change is when you come back. You don't know any of that. Mm-hmm. So you can't, you can't have money. So we do yeah. marbles for time. If you get so much, this is how much time you have to do this. This is how much time you have to do that. So, Mm -hmm. but it also transfers into money. Now, would you want to have, you want to spend your marbles on your time or you want to spend your marbles on your money? (laughs) What do you want? Do you want the $5 or is there something that you need to do so urgently that you don't have time to look after your money? Because that's what that's also something that we kind of don't know e- either. You you notice how rappers, they get money and they don't look after it. So you mean like being responsible with it, yeah. take it and go buy chains or, well, I, I hate to say that, but they not just, even that, but just go and buy stuff. you're spending it so yeah. fast that you don't, you can't even account for it. Yeah. You know, you're like, I did. What did I just do? I've done that in my young okay. life. I was like, what did I just oh, do? Yeah, me too. With my, it didn't even add any value to my life. Girl, please. I, no. I can tell you about a time that I spent. I'm so embarrassed. I spent $1,000 at the club one night. I'm about to shut off this podcast. What? <laughs> how you spend a thousand dollars? Okay, I, I can't know. say how. I, can, I know it was going a bad stroke. You like the stripper? No. Oh, okay, okay. Club. It was a regular dance club. Um, $1,000? Girl, I should have yeah. went too. Girl, I take $50 with me, and girl, when they get to $45, I'll be like, it's time to go. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, my friend and I, we like to live large back in the day. We used to party till the edge. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I just think back to things like that. And I'm just like, I can't believe I did that. And I would not want my kids to do that. And I know people say, you know, live and learn. But there are some things that I, I wish you wouldn't have learned. <laughs> I don't want my kids to go through that. And I definitely want them to be financially responsible. And that was a very financially irresponsible thing that I did. Um, so I don't want them to do that. I um, I want to ask you this. So you're talking about um, taking the time to earn money um, and then also taking the time to look after the money or are you going to spend it? Have you gotten to the point where you have talked to your kids about 
knowing like the the value of their time because I think that there are some things and this is maybe moving into this is probably moving into another um, part but I think that a lot of times we are boxed in to this um, this belief that okay I, I work eight hours a day so I work 40 hours a week and then I make a certain amount of money but there are people in the world that put in maybe four hours a week and they probably pull, they could pull like 10,000 in that week. So I worked four hours last week and I made $10,000. Whereas um, old Patricia worked six months, 40 hours a week. <laughs> and I earned, <laughs> I earned $300. You know what I mean? So have you talked to your kids about um, putting a value on their time? I mean, obviously you have to, I think it probably starts with um, figure out what you're good at or figure out, you know, if there's a need and find out how you can address that need or meet the need for others and then put your, put a value on it, your time. That's a, that's a, you just, that's a, that's a whole podcast right there what you just said, honestly. And um, this has been on my mind. That's one of the things that I was talking about this weekend, just with um, me and just knowing your value. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you're, you're scared to put your value, what you think out of there is because you're thinking of what somebody else is thinking of you. Right. And they can't know your value more than you because they don't know what you put into your value. Yeah. You know, I spent, that's what you talk about education. Like people say, I got this education. That's what, that's what the paper of education does. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying the paper, like you spent 14 years to be a doctor. That's value. So guess what? You need to pay me for that value. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you change your mindset, you change your mindset about money and you open your mind up to the opportunity that, things are limitless money is a tool and it's currency it needs to flow and you attract different opportunities so your mind you this like i said my auntie trained us to work hard right Mm -hmm. so we're in a work hard mindset we're only gonna have we're only going to attract opportunities that's going to keep us there right i had two and three jobs my whole you know, my whole young twenties life yeah. because that's what I attracted with my mind because that's what they taught me. But if I teach my kids that opportunity can come to you through your passion, through your purpose, mm-hmm. and it can come from anywhere. Yep. That's a, di- that's a different mindset we're putting. Absolutely. Into them. Absolutely. It's not, and you know, you only can attract what you're, what you're ready for. You only can attract what your mind is open to. Just mm-hmm. like you said, if they came, if someone came to you today and said, Patricia, I'm going to offer you a job. You're going to be working 40 hours a week and you're going to be making $86,000 a year. $86,000 a year. Oh, this is great. We can do all types of things now because we got, you know, boom, boom, boom. Now, if somebody came to you and said, Patricia, I just need you to work 10 hours a week and you can make $23,000 a week. Oh, that ain't real. Yeah. You see, 
Yeah. Because your mind has been trained that you need a certain amount of hours to make a certain mm-hmm. amount of dollars. Right. And if somebody tells you anything less than your time, then you're just going to be stuck into, no, I'm not even going for that. That's a scam. Right. I can't make $23,000 a week. Mm-hmm. When your mind, guess what? That opportunity will never come to you again because you have stomped on it. You've closed yeah. your mind to it. Right? That's so that's, that's what I'm talking about. Your time and your money. And how we set our kids up is that provisions and it can come from just people are making money. Did you see? Okay. I I look at, I think it's called the most expensive. I think that's what it's called. Two chains. I've never heard of it. Girl, it's going to make you mad. Girl, he looks at some of the most expensive things in the world, but this dude. Two chains. Yeah, well, two chains is the one, but he goes up to different. First of all, let me tell you what he does. He just goes and he looks at like there's a donut that's like a forgot, like maybe twenty five hundred dollars. <laughs> it's got gold dust sprinkled on top of it and everything mm-hmm. like that. And you know, he talked a, a gym membership where the sign up is seventy seventy thousand dollars. The sign up. What? Not the monthly fee. If you could put seventy thousand, like no, I'm sorry, it's like a hundred and something thousand for From just China? sign up. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he went to this one guy, and they're sitting at a bar. Dude went to the like the Alps and put air in a bottle. Yeah, that deserved to be quiet time right there. You <laughs> went and took something free, just like water. But, you know, let's just, you know, he went to the 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 Swiss Alps, put water in a can. Wait, water in a can or air in a bottle? I mean, air in a can. I'm sorry. I'm thinking air about in a can. You. Okay. He put air in a can. Selling it, selling this jive for like $35 a bottle. You had to have an open mind to do that. Yeah. You see what I'm, you, you know? And people will pay for it. People, it's funny because he was like, you know, you live in, you live in, um, not Chicago, um, LA and the air is bad. And let's say you really want some fresh air. He had this little thing that you attach, like the thing from the airplane. You put it on your nose and then, you know, it's funny. You got to see the episode because Two Chain is looking at him like you don't went and created some. You you not created. People pay for something. it. Yeah, you don't went and took something free. Wow, that's and like that. That's like that. What is that? Um, Doctor Seuss movie where they uh, get rid of all the trees, and so they're this. Yes. Oh yes, artificial uh, worlds uh, where uh, air. I, I want to call him the Lord. Lorax, yes, yes, the Lorax. Yeah, yes. that's it. Oh okay. my, wow! You yeah. got to have an open mind. I'm serious. None of us would have ever thought to go. You know what? We had the best water in Alabama. There's a there's a well, and they dug. They they actually covered up the well. I could have been selling that water. And it was the best, coolest. We used to go and draw it out. I, I sound real old, but back in the 80s. <laughs> back, um, back in the 80s. Was, I know, back, back in the 80s, back girl. Back in the 80s, back in the day. There was a well that ran right up under my grandmother's house. And that's how we had, there was no running water inside of the house. We had a wood burning stove and a fireplace. And it was a three room house. That's where my mom grew up. 
but there was a there was a well that went under there. We would draw it, and it had the best water. Wow. I've never, you know, it was natural groundwater. You know, wow. If I would have thought about that back then, girl, I would have been bottling that up. But right? you know, that was a little bit before its time. I don't think water came out to be bought for. I don't think that became um, popular until like the nineties. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, it takes wow. a level of mindset to receive ideas that will get you, you know, in a place where you don't have to spend all of your time working. Right. And honestly, that's a part of financial literacy. That is because, you know, and then you what are- to do with it. You need to earn it to know what to do with it. Because if you, you're only making a little bit to, to just to pay your bills, you got $2 left or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. You know, I'm not saying that's what everybody has, but, you know, people like to keep a little little bit in the bank so they they want to get them a hamburger or something like that. Right. (laughs) More than two dollars, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, we are because we my husband and I both came from a place where we didn't learn financial literacy. We are very much committed to teaching, teaching our kids, like you said, that money's a tool. Uh, We teach them. to give 10%, to save 10%. And then, you know, when we were taking Dave Ramsey, I think he said, pay yourself first. Um, So that's important to put, to set money aside and then use the rest to pay bills. And I mean, if you have money left over, then don't be so quick to spend it. Create, like you said, you mentioned earlier in the episode about a budget. It's important to have a budget. Yeah. In a clothing budget. So when you need clothes, you have the money to get it. Mm-hmm. Create um, a car budget or a gas budget. So when you need gas or when you, your car needs repairs, you have the money to do it. And you can be like, okay, this $500 is for my, my car. And this $500 is for clothes. You know, um, so yeah, we're committed to that. And also, I really want my kids to... Um, step outside of the box um, and really know their worth and not let anybody say, well, your 40 hours a week is worth $300. I want my kids to be like, no, my 10 hours a week is worth $50,000. <laughs> you know, so um, definitely committed to yeah. helping them find their passion. And that's a level of confidence that you have, that they have to develop yeah. to also yeah. that's information and knowledge to them because we weren't, like you said, we weren't taught there. And I know just to get, we didn't really go into, that's why I said a soft one. We kind of had a whole lot of conversations right now because then if we talk about financial (laughs) literacy, we would definitely go into how are you going to, how are you going to, how are you going to first attain the money, maintain the money and then make it grow because that those are the steps that you want. You don't want to just, you don't just want to make the money and maintain the money. You don't want right. that. You want to yeah. be able to make it make it grow and then absolutely make your money work for you. Right. And you definitely not be working for money. You no. should not be working yes. for money. Yeah, for sure. You know, or yeah. anything. That was another anything. thing that I was thinking about. I'm glad you brought that up because um I I had had that thought at the beginning when we first started talking, just uh not chasing money. Don't chase mm-hmm. money. Um, money will come to you, especially if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Money will come to you. Um, and I think you had said once before, and it wasn't in this episode, but 
it maybe was in an earlier episode or maybe it was a conversation that we were having, but you had talked about um, just receiving and it's not always financially, but sometimes it's like somebody just blesses you with groceries. Yep. Or somebody is like, hey, I have all these clothes. They're brand new or they're, they're lightly used and I can't wear them. My kids don't want them. Do you want them? And they're a perfect fit for all your kids and a perfect fit for you. Mm-hmm. So things like that um, that I don't think we think about. Or, you know, I mean, I've heard of, I've met several people who have been given a car, <laughs> you know, just like that can yeah. happen. So yeah, House things too. like that. Huh? Yeah, oh, houses too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, things like yeah. that, those are important as well. And it's not, it's not a soup. And I guess the, probably the way I was talking, it sounds like a big old soup. There are definitely steps and it's important to start um, where your kids are. So I'm not, you know, like I can, I can lightly talk to my kids about investing, but there are some things at their age that they may not understand right now. So it's important for me as their mom to not just throw it at them. So they're overwhelmed, but to really try to meet them where they are. And like you, you said you do with your kids, um, you use the marbles so that they, your, your youngest son, Mm -hmm. he learns how to count because if you don't know how to count, then you can't spend money, baby. (laughs) Do it. You don't even know if it'll grow. You don't even know what it's doing. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Those are all a part of it. I thought it was just learning to put your money in an IRA. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's all I heard or work it and put it in a 401k, you know, but that's not even, um, that level of liter, you know, of no, of knowledge. You know what I'm saying? That you want, you want a little, yeah, yeah. Like if I did that and I take my money out early and I don't have any penalties, I learned a lot at the company I just left. And you, you don't have any penalty, and you take out a thousand dollars. You should put that thousand dollars somewhere that it can grow within a year. You know, right? And then you can pay that thousand dollars back. It's just a lot, like yeah. a lot of avenues that you can go. The The main point is, is that we want to create, again, mind is the mind is all. The, you know, you want to create that mindset in a, in your child. Just you don't, you don't have to go to someone in order to gain money, to have any type of provisions in your, in your, in your life. Just like exactly. they did something, you can do it too, you know? Yeah. Just like, you know, you want one, you have to deem your yourself worthy enough and and love yourself enough to know that you deserve, you know, to have abundance and abundance of everything. It's not just money, but health, you know, health and and um friends, mm-hmm. you know, that type, you know, all, all types of things like that. And so when all of those things match and meet up, it's magic in your life. Right. You know, there are Don't, people that's living magical lives. Right. Yeah, <laughs> there are. It's, it's not, not very many point. people because I think like a lot of people are stuck in that um, that uh, programming, like you said, where it's just like you just this is enough. And um, I don't know if you said it or not, but it's important that our kids know that I think you did, you know, just know that 
you you are the only person putting the limits on yourself. Yeah, you're doing it. And even if somebody tells you, well, you you're you're not worth five hundred dollars an hour. Who are you to tell me what I'm worth? <laughs> like yeah, you said, not no one. We know our worth better than somebody else. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Allowing somebody to tell us that we're not worth that is not them. That is not them. If I let somebody tell me that and I buy into that, that's still me putting that limitation on myself. Yep. And, and I, that's another reason why I'm so big on my little entrepreneurs program that I'm, I want to start for my for my kids. And I need to do it yeah. quick because my daughter is, I want her to have her own build, build business set up, LLC, everything, yeah. whatever she's going to do. So I don't know, whatever it is, even if it's a, um, a non-for-profit, whatever it is, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't ever want them to work for anybody. I know right. they only yeah. work for me. If that's yeah. it, y'all have worked for me. Y'all already know, you know. Right. You you had a boss. Now you be the boss. Yeah, you had a boss, and yeah, you Mom be the boss, the boss. Because honestly, you go work for somebody else. You would not unless you. I don't know. I've never worked for anyone that I've had the financial, the not the financial, the mental freedom that I have. Yeah. You know to create. And don't get me, there's people that create and things like that, but there's mm-hmm. a certain level of create. I like, I want you guys to just go, go wow. Right. Do your thing. Yeah. And, that, and like I said, if you know how to hold it, if you know how to, if you know how to obtain it, maintain it and then make it grow. Right. You can do anything that you want. Take your money that you're making for me. Yeah. You know, that you're making for me. And that's what I tell my daughter. I think she's, she's a, I changed from, I used to pay her every week. Now I'm paying her once a month. And the only reason I'm paying her once a month is because I saw that there was a teddy bear coming in the door every day, every week, Mm. two or three teddy bears. And I know she has a YouTube channel where she uses them and she Uh says, I want to save my money, but the discipline is just not there yet. And I think that's, we, as long as she's under my roof, I have the patience with her that the outside won't. Right. Because if you don't have the rent money, you don't stay there. If you don't right. have your mortgage money for That's a true. time, you're out. But as a parent, I'm getting you to the point right now to where I see something. We need to dial this back a little bit. And then, you know, where where, where you, if I, I need you to see it. Right. And she just maybe just not there yet. But guess what? Guess who has patience with her? You do. Her parents. Right. You know, so yeah. I'm like, okay. My my son, he still has every everything I've given him, basically. And he'll only spend it when he see his sister do it. So guess what? Uh-huh. Now I know I teach one, it's gonna trickle down. Yep. Good point. You know, so talking about that earlier, my husband and I, um, and it was more of a, so I'm teach, I'm preparing you for the world because like you said, the world is not going to be as patient with you as I will be. And um, we had heard something about like, it was something on financial literacy, but it was basically where because of gentrification, so many people had their parents' house and their parents had worked so hard and they had paid off these homes. They owned the homes, but when it passed down to their kids, if they left it in their family, the kids didn't, the, the, the children, whoever didn't have the, the wherewithal to know always how to maintain the house. 
So they would lose it because the taxes were, you know, the taxes got outrageous and they just didn't, they just didn't have the financial literacy to hold on to the house. Right. Um, And so, yeah, definitely wanting to, um, like seeing something in our kids and taking the time to be patient with them so that they can learn those important things so that when they get out into the world, mm-hmm. paired for those. Yeah. Things. yeah. And they can keep what you worked for. Right. <laughs> yeah. And keep what they work for too. And keep what you work for too. And like I say, it's yeah. not about, I think we have the word greed in our mind and it's not that. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not that way because it's yeah. enough for everybody. If it's enough land for all of us to live on, it's enough of everything. There's more us. than enough. Yeah. You know, there's more than enough. So, I mean... You know, and that's also something you want to teach your kids. You you know what? You, if you got a friend and both of y'all want to want to cut hair, why don't y'all start a shop together? Right. You don't have to go over there and start your own shop way on the other side of town where you're not supported. Okay, see, we're getting into something else. We, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, another, that's another podcast. It, yeah. So there's two things there. <laughs> Maybe you don't cut hair the way your your friend does. Right. So you're going to get different clientele. Or even if you cut hair the same way as your friend does, there is no way everybody can go to your friend. So, yep. you're gonna, you know, you're, there's going to be enough for her and there's yep. it's, for you. But so that's also a part of financial literacy. Yeah, just not being greedy. <laughs> I do want to. I want to share this this kind of funny story. I think it's funny, and then you know we we can wrap up uh, whatever. Um, but so my son talking about being in the box. Um, my son started school last week. My kids started school, and um, last week, and he on day two probably day one, he was like, I'm over this. And this dude is in first grade. And so he was like, I don't want to do school anymore. I'm done. And I was kind of like, yeah, that's not going to happen. You just started school and it's the first week and you're in first grade. And so I just dismissed it. I was sitting and I was thinking, and I almost said this to him, you come up with a business concept that can make you a significant amount of money or earn you consistent income, you can quit school. <laughs> I almost said that. I didn't say that. Ooh, I would have quit school. I got some. I was I like, got. you know, and I mean, and a part of me was just like, it's not, first of all, <laughs> I don't really want to argue with you over school. Um, and second of all, at the end of the day, there's not a whole lot that you're going to get out of it. Traditional school maybe had its place yeah. back in the day, but things are changing. So I'm telling you, <laughs> school is not going to be the value that people sought it to be in the, in the previous years. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, you said you you learned um, a certain way where you made enough and it wasn't going to be enough to, you know, have plenty left over, but it was enough to take care of the things that you have. Right. I made that up when I was talking and I just can't think. I can't think of what I called it. Y'all listen to I what know. I know. I know. Remind us what it is. That was the mentality that you that you learned. 
Yeah. Me, it was like, go to school, get good grades, uh, go to college, get your degree, maybe get more than one degree and you'll be good. Well, I learned after getting, you know, finishing school, doing well, getting a couple of degrees that that's not always the truth. So uh, I can't can't tell my kids that lie. I'm not going to tell them that lie. If they want to go to college, sure, fine, go to college. But you also need to do some extra stuff. You need to you need to have multiple streams of income. Not you can't just do college. You have to take responsibility for your own earning. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Nobody should hold that. That's that's a part. That's slavery. <laughs> if you wanna, it's a form of it. Yeah. You wanna put it that way? If I'm going to, and it's I, I have employees now, but I run a I run a business where it's 10.99. You can make as yeah. much as you want or the not. It's, it's your yeah. It's your it's your business. Mm-hmm. And um, they'll tell me, look, this is what I want to do. And this is what I want to do. And they'll call and say, I can't work next week. And so I'm like, okay, th- that's fine. Remember, this is not a traditional employment. And that's how I run it. Right. Like, if you want to work 30 hours a week, guess what? You can have 30. Mm-hmm. If you want to work 45, just know that's your that's your time that you're investing. Right. And you're not going to get fired for not. No, you're not. Out. You're not. No, you're not. And you yeah, we got to run it, but we understand like we're there to work in case, mm-hmm. you know, no one's, you know, that's how we set it up. Yeah. But if you don't come next week. You, you, you're not, that's, that's, that's on you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so same with my kids. If you don't come to work, you don't, you, there's no PTO and all of that. That's, that's a way to draw you and keep you somewhere. Because yeah. you're thinking you're getting paid for being off and you're really not. That's a psychological trick. But anyway. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. What do y'all think? What what do you teach uh, literacy to your kids? Is this something that you learned? Talk to us. We want to know your opinions, your thoughts on this subject. We'll do a part two because that was like the soft. I know. Soft, the beginning of it, you know. I was trying to our jump kids are still our, our kids are still young, yeah. and obviously, I, I really would like to, you know, get into the heads of some people that are older. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe we'll have a guest. There's so space for everything. There's there's a place for everybody. There's a place for <laughs> with little. There's a place for people. It is little kids. There's a place for parents with teenagers and adult children. There's a there's a place. So yeah, and yeah, a guest would be great actually. Yeah. yeah. And, but some things you don't have to recreate. You can follow a, a blueprint. Yeah. It's also that follow, you know, that's good for you. You know, I like yeah. the way they did it. This will work for us. Or you might say, oh, I like the way they did it. This will work for us, you know? Mm-hmm. So this is all about collectively thinking and connecting. Right. You know, but anyway, you know, we could talk forever, you know. I know. <laughs> so guys, if you want to get in touch with us, um, send us an email at blackmomdiaries at gmail.com or you can reach us on Facebook. Search for us for us at Black Mom Diaries. You can also reach us at on Twitter or Instagram. Look for us at Black Mom Diaries. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you again for lending your listening ears we really want to hear from you i am latanya and i'm patricia thank you for listening to this episode of black mom Mom diaries man we gotta get that one day (laughs) we'll get there (laughs) bye guys